Welcome to Ministry in Motion, where we explore best practices for your ministry in the 21st century. I'm Anthony Kent, and it's a real pleasure to welcome you to today's topic and program. Our guests today are Derek and Bodil Morris. Derek, of course, is well known to us as the co-host of Ministry in Motion. And Derek, it's a real pleasure to, to welcome you and your lovely wife, Bodil. We're honoured to be here. Yeah. Now, what's our topic today, Derek? You tell us about it. Well, it kind of ties into a scripture text, hiding God's word in your heart. Mm. And uh, to explore the personal and ministry benefits of filling your heart, filling your mind with scripture. Right. Okay. Now, this is something that you and Bodil obviously do, memorize scripture. Let me ask you right from the beginning, what are some good reasons why to memorize scripture? Well, the first reason is because God asks us to. Right. How, how do we know that? <laughs> well, I think that's, that's an important one. You know, it's probably the only reason we need, but yeah. what text helps, helps you to really feel convicted of that? Joshua 1, 8 says, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate it in, in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. Wow. Yeah, so pretty put, clear. Yeah, it is putting it, instilling it in our heart. You know, yeah. I like the text in Deuteronomy six, Anthony, where it talks about when you walk, when you lie down, when you rise up. That's right. It, it really um, it seems that you're just very intentional mm. about not in one ear and out the other. Exactly. But really um, being in your heart. And the, the other one that I really like is Colossians three: Let the word of Christ dwell in you. Mm. literally find a home in you. Yes, yeah. And you know, to me, an, another reason is this is an example that, that Jesus followed and, and he, he did himself. Right. In Matthew 4, um, there's three uh, illustrations right there that Jesus said, it is written mm. to, when the devil came to tempt him. Yeah. It yeah. is written, man shall not live by bread alone. Right. So God tells us, Jesus demonstrated it. What's some other reasons why we, we should memorize scripture? You know, and I want to just pause for a moment with Jesus. Jesus didn't just use the Bible like a lucky charm. You know, some people are like, I sleep with the Bible on my chest. Mm. And I'm like, you don't need the book on your chest. You need the word in your heart. Yeah. It's interesting there, the word, when it says every word is, is the Greek word rhema. It, it's, it's a saying, a specific saying. So Jesus quotes from three portions of Deuteronomy, specific words from the scripture. Mm. So I, that, that really challenges me as I think of the example of Jesus. Yeah. Thanks, Derek. Yeah. So our reason so far, God tells us to, Jesus modeled it. What's the third reason? A defense against temptation. And that's what Jesus modeled. He yeah. did, yeah, and there are certainly other scriptures. I don't know which one you find most meaningful, Bodil. I like the one that says, the word of God is in his heart. None of his feet or steps shall slide. Yeah. It's kind of a picture of falling. Mm -hmm. We talk about falling into temptation. Yeah. That, yeah. that you'll have like a steady, a steady what? Your walk us, will be, your life will be steady. And it gives us traction in life. Right. It, it's stability yeah. and, and yeah. support. Psalms 37, yeah. 31. But that's that where text? that's gone. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So right. I, I also see it in the armor of God of Ephesians 6, 
which talks about all of the protection, you know, the belt of truth and so on. But then it says the sword mm. is the rhema of God. Yeah. Again, that specific saying. Yeah. And, and I find that encouraging because what the scripture tells me is that the Holy Spirit will bring that to our remembrance. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I guess those are three good reasons. Yeah, but I'm sure there are more. Well, the, the fourth one that comes to my mind is, is actually one that Bodil encouraged me to memorize. Mm -hmm. And we'll talk about how a little later. Sure. But it was the startling text that, that God can speak to us continually. He can actually teach us continually. We use the expression 24-7. Mm. He can actually teach us 24-7 if we memorize scripture. Unpack and, that for us, Derek. How, how well, does that work? Well, well, in Proverbs 6, yeah. it talks about um, when we roam, they will lead you, talking about the words of God. When we sleep, they will keep you. And when we awake, they will speak with you. It's lovely imagery, isn't it? It is. My son, keep your father's command. Do not forsake the law of your mother. Bind them continually uh, upon, your heart. upon your heart. Tie them around your neck. Mm. Uh, when you roam, they'll lead you. We say, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. But even when you sleep, they'll, they'll keep you. you. It reminds me of another text where the psalmist says, I've set the Lord always before me. And the verse before it says, even at night, my heart instructs me. Mm. And I think many of us, especially if we're involved in ministry, mm. pastor or lay leader in a congregation, we wish we had more time with God. Yeah. Yeah. And the thought that even during those hours of sleeping, that God could be teaching us, yeah. bringing word to our remembrance, even when we're sleeping, mm. that, will, that will bless the day that, that's to come. Yeah. And it's a, it's a wonderful thing to have, isn't it? Just a, a beautiful treasure resource. When we put it into our heart, into our mind, it's there forever to be drawn upon. Yeah, Th that's that's true. Yeah. 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 So we found four reasons. Have we got a fifth reason? <laughs> I always tell people at this point, you, you say that's enough. That's all we need. You know, God asks us to the example of Jesus, a defense against temptation. And so God can teach us continually. But I, I think there's something else that's really important because it's not just a kind of an introspective experience. Right. It, it's also a preparation for for witness, for mission. Yeah. And uh, Bodil, maybe a, a story, just one time when, when God brought a text to you and it was exactly what was needed. Yeah, well, God brought a text to my mind. Let's see, uh, Jeremiah 31, 16 and 17, and impressed me to memorize it. And um, just that very, that very next Sabbath um, gave me the opportunity to share that with a mother who um, her daughter had run away from home. Maybe we should share the whole story in, uh, later in the program, but you know, that's, that's mission, that's witness. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So it, an opportunity to share and an opportunity to proclaim God's word. Amen. Yeah, so that it's out there to bless people and not only ourselves, but bless others as well. So five good reasons, but memorizing is a little difficult. And after the break, I'd like to talk with you about effective ways how to memorize. So stay right, with, right where you are. We'll be right back with more of Ministry in Motion.
Welcome back to Ministry in Motion. Our guests, Derek and Bodil Morris, and we're exploring the, the, the benefits and the blessings of memorizing scripture. Now, we've looked at five reasons why we should. Let's explore together how we actually can learn scripture effectively. And I think that's a really important question because lots of times people tell us what to do. Yeah. They don't tell us how. Exactly. So, um, yeah, we want to share three practical strategies that have worked for many people and maybe one works better for someone than another, but actually all three for maximum impact would be really helpful. Okay, so we've got three methods. Let's hear the first one, Bodil. Okay, the first one is saturation. Oh, okay. And that could just be reading through the Bible, just reading straight through or with the modern technology, CDs, put them in the car. When you drive, you can just listen to scripture rather than listen to news and get stressed out yeah. or... MP3 player while you're exercising. The sky's the limit, isn't it? Actually, you it's talk just... about the sky. I fly a lot in my right. work mm -hmm. and I, I have scripture on my iPod. Right. And so I listen to the scripture, even sometimes while I'm falling asleep mm -hmm. or just resting. Mm -hmm. That's saturation. It's like pouring water on a sponge. Right. So yes. there's no more filling up with yeah. the word of God. Yeah. So reading ourselves, having somebody read to us by way of technology or something like that. Right. Wonderful. We live in a, a wonderful time where we have these resources available to us. And, you know, there was a mentor who uh, just when I was beginning my ministry, his name was HMS Richard Sr. Right. And actually his ministry, The Voice of Prophecy, if, if people remember that, it was filled with scripture. Mm. What many may not know is he practiced this first strategy of saturation. And he read through the Bible two times every year for 80 years. Wow. 160 times, 12, at least 12 translations. And once he was asked, have you memorized the whole Bible? And he mm. said, well, I'm not sure I could say that, but if you read me a text, I'll quote you the text before it and after it. That's saturation. Yeah. Uh, the beautiful thing is the Holy Spirit will help you mm -hmm. when you need it yeah. because it's inside. Yeah. And bless you with it when you need that blessing as well. Bless others as we found. So saturation is, is one good method. What's another effective method? Well, I'm going to share the second one because I've tried it. The third method my wife really has kind of led the way with it. But, okay. you know, scripture memory cards, I've got this little book box here and inside here, it's kind of like a little menu box, right. you know, and inside here are individual texts that I wanted to memorize or maybe a book of the Bible. Wow. And this is the book of Philippians. And uh, I've actually got four verses on each card. Okay. Now, if, if you look really carefully, you'll see it's written by hand. Yes. And the reason for that is that motoric memory or writing helps you to remember. Mm -hmm. So I could buy these at a Christian bookstore, wouldn't be as effective. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm looking at it, I'm hearing it. And I took uh, one summer when I had a break from teaching, I thought I'm gonna memorize the book of Philippians. Mm. The, the challenge, which some people watching today will say, I've experienced this, is unless you repeat it regularly, as the months slip by, it can kind of float away. Yeah, <laughs> a little like the vapor in the air. Six months later, you know, Philippians was a great memory to me, but it wasn't as clear as mm. it was during that month of repeating it every day. Okay. So you're going to have to repeat in order to reinforce if it's going to stick. 
But it sounds like exercise. It's, you, you need to practice, work out with that muscle. Oh, if you don't use it, you lose it. Yeah, you lose it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So saturation, memory cards, and I love your quaint box there too, Derek. Thank it's, you. That's, that's an old charm. box, but it, it contains real treasure. Yeah. Uh, so I, ha I taught a workshop one time, and a lady who was retired wrote to me just a couple of months later. She said, I've already, using this method, I've mm. already hidden 108 passages of Scripture in my wow. heart. In fact, I have a 14-week training program, which maybe we could put on the website, mm -hmm. which uh, is a free download. Okay. If someone would like to use the Scripture memory card strategy. Great Because idea. It, it works well. Yeah, yeah. And that website, of course, is ministryinmotion.tv. So that's a resource there for our viewers. Now, Badul, you've got a, another third effective way of memorizing Scripture. Well, that's putting Scripture to music. Okay. Okay, tell scripture us more songs. about that. Yeah. Scripture songs, yes. yes. Tell us more about that. Well, um, I started, I was impressed when my children were small mm -hmm. that um, they needed to memorize scripture. And I wanted to memorize it too, and I have such a weak memory. And so I began putting their um, memory verses just to little tunes. Right, okay. Now, do you need to be a musician to achieve this, to do this? Well, I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, My wife is a nurse practitioner. She's so, not a musician. Okay, so you're not a composer of music? or You just have typical? to not be worried about what anybody's going to think because why are you doing it? Yeah. You're doing it to hide mm. the word in your heart. Yeah. And you know, it's interesting, that text about let the word of Christ dwell in you, Colossians mm -hmm. 3.16, it goes on to say, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, that's scripture songs. Yeah, yeah. And it says you sing with grace in your heart. Mm. So it's going to bless your life, yeah. but it's also going to bless others as you can teach and admonish them. Yeah. And, and that's something, we, we can share some stories of how this happened, but I can just say that it, it, my wife started writing the songs to bless our children. She didn't mm. know it would bless her husband yeah. and, and profoundly change our ministry mm. because when the word is in your heart, God can, guide you and bless you in supernatural ways. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's really helpful. So three practical, effective ways to memorize scripture. Saturation, hearing, repeated reading and so forth, memory cards, and even for the non-musicians like us, we, yep. can, we can set it to music. And uh, it seems to me that we're recapturing what many of the ancients did. That's true. When, when they often, when they used scripture, they sang it and composed it on the spot almost. And the book yeah. of Psalms is a book of scripture songs. Precisely. And they would go wandering, walking, and they would sing, hide the word in their hearts. Yeah. So we've looked at reasons why we should memorize scripture, effective ways of how to do it. I'd love to explore with you the benefits, some of the blessings that come our way and to the way of others as a result of, of memorizing scripture. So stay right where you are. We'll be right back with more of Ministry in Motion. Welcome back to Ministry in Motion. Our topic today is hiding God's word in our hearts. Our guests, Derek and Bodil Morris. Now, we've looked at why we should memorize scripture, effective ways of how to do it, 
Let's explore the, the blessing of it. And if I remember correctly, Baudil, just before we finished the first uh, section of, of today's program, you were kind of telling us a story about one of the, the benefits that you found as a result of, of memorizing scripture. Let, share that story with us. Well, the benefit of memorizing scripture is that I don't feel like I have words that are adequate in, for people, to share with people. But God's word is true. And so with that situation that I was sharing with the woman who um, came to church and her daughter had, 16-year-old daughter had run away from home, I was feeling that sense, oh, what can I say? Yeah. What human thing can you say? And many of us have been lost for yes. words at times. Absolutely. Yeah. But I had memorized that week, Jeremiah 31, 16 and 17, which I went over and I shared the text with her. Refrain your voice from weeping and your eyes from tears, for your work shall be rewarded, says the Lord, mm. and they shall come back from the land of the enemy. Wow. There is hope in your future, said, says the Lord, that your children will come back to their own border. Wow, this was no coincidence, was it? Just a few days before she'd hidden that word in her heart. That's extraordinary. Yeah, and you know yeah. what's so exciting, because I've you know, I don't have a really strong memory. Mm -hmm. I feel like the little girl who was asked, what is memory? She said, that's what I forget with, you know, <laughs> not that great of a memory, but the Holy Spirit will help you. Mm. John 14, 26, Jesus said, the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, mm. he will teach, teach you all things mm -hmm. and bring to your remembrance all the things I've said to you. Yeah. That's what happened mm -hmm. um, in that ministry situation that was just such a blessing. Yeah. And it's happened over and over again in our family wow. in ways that have changed us personally and also changed our ministry. Now, you, you had a remarkable experience where you saw one of your, and heard one of your children in right. a fairly, in a situation. situation. Yeah, <laughs> we are being lost for words talking yeah. about that. There's so, so many, but this was like one of the early ones when God asked, me to help my children memorize scripture, then this was like a few years later where God said, okay, I'm going to show you now. I'm going to show you. And this is where he showed um, our oldest son, Christopher, 10, 10 years old, uh, jumped out of the car um, while it was still rolling. Oh, wow. I'd stopped the car. We were almost in the garage. Almost. It was almost in the garage, yeah. The car was turned off, but still rolling a little. Right. right. And the rear tire the right rear tire caught his foot. Ouch, ouch. Yeah. And ran over his foot. It, right, right. He's actually pinned, 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 pinned under the tire. So the car stopped. On top of him. That sounds excruciating. Did he have shoes on? Yeah, yeah. He did, but <laughs> as he told the story to me, he called out, you're on my foot. <laughs> <laughs> so I restarted the car and then tried to get it into reverse, but actually put it into first in my anxiety mm -hmm. and went up a little farther. Started before, driving up his leg. Before we oh, you're put kidding. it in reverse. Each second would have been agony. Yeah. Oh, these are Jonathan. milliseconds. Yes. Yeah. As uh, Jonathan, uh, Christopher again shared the story, he called that wrong way, mommy. <laughs> That's very composed for a 10 year old. Well, I, I don't know how composed it was, but it was the wrong way. Yeah. He was heading up towards his knee. Right. But anyways, the answer to the, to the scripture memory is that 
in all of that activity, getting him down to see the physician, getting an x-ray, thinking there might be damage to the growth plate, getting lost on my way down to the emergency room to meet the specialist, that I'm pretty stressed out. So you weren't singing scripture songs at I the time. I wasn't. I wasn't. <laughs> and um, in the back of the seat, I hear this little voice. Hear my cry, O God, attend to my prayer. From the end of the earth, I will cry to you. And when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I, higher than I. And that is a 3,000-year-old prayer from Psalm 61. And here's a 10-year-old kid in agony. He's just been run over. <laughs> in the backseat of a car, going to the emergency room, reciting scripture. S praying to God. And finding hope, comfort, Yeah, and, and I'm thinking, I was thinking, I remember. So thank you, God, that I just... I didn't just teach my children nursery rhymes yeah. because what would Mary had a little lamb or Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall do for my son at this time? So that story is a pillar, I guess, in our, in our experience. Wow. And what's so remarkable, even though there were red tire marks that you could see going up over his ankle, when the, the physician examined him, the report was there appears to be no damage. Praise God. And uh, Friday, they put a temporary cast on. Yes. A few days later, took it off, discarded it. He was perfectly fine. He's been a cross-country runner. I mean, the, the point is something supernatural happened in the backseat. Yeah. A, a little boy who had the word in his heart cried out to God. Wow. A 10-year-old boy with the word in his heart. Mm. So it could happen for pastors and lay leaders of congregations too if we'll fill our hearts with the word. Exactly. And we can be not only receive a blessing ourselves, but impart that blessing to others. Absolutely. Derek Bodil, thank you very much. That's just fantastic. We're so pleased that you've joined us for Ministry in Motion this week. We hope you'll join us again. We'd also like to invite you to visit our website, ministryinmotion.tv. We'd also like to make a very special offer to you. If you're a pastor, we'd like to see if you're eligible to receive Ministry the Journal. Ministry magazine is sent to more than to pastors in more than 200 countries. There's something like 80,000 pastors from a, a vast array of different denominations that are receiving and being blessed by Ministry the magazine. It's been around since 1928. If you'd like to be considered as a, a recipient of a complimentary subscription of Ministry magazine, write in to us. Share your story. Tell us what you're doing with your ministry, where you're ministering, and tell us about your church. You can do this uh, by emailing us, feedback at ministryinmotion.tv or by visiting our website. We're so pleased that you've joined us for this program of Ministry in Motion. We want you to know that we're praying for you and your ministry and join us next time.